The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. At least a thousand anti-abortion protesters marched in Richmond's Capitol Square Wednesday. At the fifth annual March for Life, Governor Glenn Youngkin, Attorney General Jason Miaris, and other advocates voiced support for laws restricting abortion, as well as more assistance for pregnant people. VPM News reporter Ian Stewart has more. Governor Glenn Youngkin, who marched alongside protesters, says he's frustrated with Senate Democrats for voting down a proposed 15-week abortion ban. It's extreme where they are. Abortion on demand, anytime, anyhow. That is just so extreme for Virginia. And the fact that the Senate Democrats won't even have a conversation about it is so disappointing to me. In Virginia, women can terminate a pregnancy through the second trimester, which is about 26 weeks. The procedure can be performed in the third trimester if there's a serious health risk. Annalisa Salambangun came from Ashburn to March, something she's been doing since 2017. She wants women to have more options. Educate them and let them know that um, there's a whole country supporting them, hopefully to make the right choice to protect life. Similar marches were scheduled in D.C. and a handful of other states across the country. Ian Stewart, VPM News. The U.S. Department of Transportation announced recipients of its $5 billion Safe Streets and Roads grant program. Several planning districts throughout Virginia received funding, including Henrico County, which got $320,000. Chesterfield County was awarded $280,000. The federal initiative is intended to increase road safety in a variety of ways. Those include studying and changing traffic patterns, as well as bolstering infrastructure for cyclists and pedestrians. The Thomas Jefferson Planning District, which includes Charlottesville, also took in more than $850,000. Every year, Richmond's mayor gives a State of the City speech. Tuesday night, VPM News reporter Jad Khalil attended the address, which was held at Main Street Station. He has this report. Richard Marr is a political science professor at Randolph-Macon College, and in Tuesday's speech, he said LeVar Stoney, who's been mayor for six years, displayed a new focus. This was not the speech of someone chasing the next big shiny project. And that's the mayor that we seem to have had in previous years. Stoney instead announced several smaller projects. They'll do things like enhance law enforcement surveillance ability, open a new preschool, and offer cash payments to people leaving prison or starting college. Here's all the little things that we're doing that are adding up to a better city. The bigger numbers came in the form of investment. Private businesses put $550 million into Richmond, and on the public side, there were $70 million for new roads. Still, there's challenges ahead for the city. Federal COVID aid isn't as readily available, and fears about a recession are affecting policymakers' plans. Jada Khalil, VPM News. A Republican-led House panel Wednesday voted down legislation that would prohibit lawmakers from using campaign funds for personal expenses like vacations, mortgages, or country club memberships. Similar legislation is still alive in the Virginia Senate, according to the Associated Press. The Commonwealth's elected officials are unique in their ability to spend money donated to their campaigns on virtually anything. 
House Democrats criticized the Yunkin administration this week over a Virginia Department of Education error. It's left a $200 million shortfall for local school districts that the state now has to account for in budget talks. Delegate Schuyler Van Valkenburg was among the lawmakers who voiced frustration on Tuesday. It's a perfect example of what happens when you prioritize MAGA policies, creating teacher tip lines, of spending your time picking on kids because of who they are, and you drop the ball on the things that really matter. U.S. Senator Tim Kaine told reporters Wednesday the VDOE error would likely harm the lowest income localities because they most heavily rely on state funding. However, he said because the error was discovered during state budget talks, it will be easier to resolve than if it had been uncovered after the budget was already finalized. Two people selected by Governor Glenn Youngkin to serve on the University of Virginia's governing board were removed Tuesday from a list the General Assembly needs to approve. Since Bert Ellis was selected this summer, his time as a student during the 1970s has been criticized, according to the Virginia Mercury. Ellis also reportedly brought a razor blade to the Charlottesville campus in 2020, intending to remove a sign on a student's door he found problematic. State Health Commissioner Colin M. Green was also removed from the list. Last year, he denied a link between systemic racism and health outcomes. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.